0: Wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
1: ES Audio.
2: From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden, and this is The Leader. It's one of London's least glamorous train stations. You'll always see photos of grim faced crowds struggling to get home on the concourse at Euston on strike power cuts or those wrong leaves on the track kind of days. But after eco-tunnelling protests and complaints, the £2.6 billion building works taking well over a decade are making local residents' lives hell into the night. Could this urban carbuncle be transformed into Britain's most ambitious and expensive train station? It's due to take another decade, but as a side bonus building the Euston portion of the UK's north to south rail link, commuters will see the connecting of two particularly tricky tube stops. Shortly we'll hear from Evening Standard Transport editor Ross Lydell, who's been reporting widely on the challenges bringing this lengthy project to life. But first let's hear from HS2 project client director Andy Swift. So Andy, what's the grand plan for Euston? And its armpits of a tube stop.
3: We can't build this new 10 platform high speed two station at Euston without doing some upgrade of the existing tube station for exactly the reasons you've said. So, capacity being the, the, the main criteria for that. So, if you think about the other large station capacity projects that TfL have delivered in the last decade at Bank Station, Tottenham Court Road, Victoria, we're going to do something very, very similar at Euston. So you think of it as a Euston capacity upgrade that we do as part of the HS2 scheme. So that involves us constructing a brand new uh, ticket hall, and interchange, what we call an interchange, just below the surface at the front of Euston Station, as well as connecting tunnels down onto the Northern Line and the Victoria Line, so 15 new escalators, Uh, new step-free access to all of the Northern Line and the Victoria Line, and then we're going to do a connection from that new ticket hall underneath Euston Road and connect into the existing Euston Square stations.
2: Remind us of the problems passengers have had since forever, trying to change from Euston Square to Euston?
3: Currently, you can't interchange between the Northern and Victoria line and the Met and Circle line at Euston Square. So we're going to create some new tunnels, connect all that together. And we're also going to construct a new entrance for Euston Square at Gordon Street. So we're going to close Gordon Street, which is just opposite Euston Station, create a new entrance that will take you into Euston Square. But more importantly, you'll be able to interchange between the Met and Circle and the the northern and Victoria uh, without coming up onto the surface and having to cross the road and do that very convoluted route.
2: What have been some of the logistical headaches tunnelling in such a densely packed urban area?
3: Obviously the site that we occupy now there was lots of different uh, hotels and offices on there and of course that had a lot of utilities to service all those buildings so it's really important that we move all those out of the way of the site uh, and move them around the perimeter of the site. You know, we've got some pretty big utilities to move. We've got a very large 18-inch gas main. We've got a 42-inch water main. We've got a one-metre one diameter old sewer. We've got a divert around. And they're all pretty big civil engineering works in their own right. And that's even before we get on to starting the big works of building a brand-new 10-platform station at Euston. If you put that in the context of where we are between network rail, a live operational railway, uh, and the community that we've got either side of us uh we need to do that within the constraints of noise and vibration and dust um working hours so that what makes it you know quite complicated and also the site whilst it looks like it, quite a big site it's actually not that big we don't have a lot of room to do stuff so everything has to be meticulously planned In advance, So when stuff comes in, we know exactly what's coming in, where it needs to go, at what point in time, because we just don't have room to store stuff on site. So the planning, the logistics is a real real challenge.
2: What impact did the tunnels by climate protesters have on your works? It didn't delay that event. What we did,
3: uh, because we managed to actually get on some works in that vicinity. So we segregated the area that we knew the protesters were. Um the, the main thing for us on that, it was to not rush that, you know, what we didn't want to, we were under no time, I was under no time pressures to, to make sure we removed the protesters as quickly as possible. It was all about safety was our number one priority and their safety and welfare was our absolute priority. Uh, what it enabled us to do was segregate that area of the site. We could get on and do some specific works in other areas. I mean, the main thing was around, we had to do some works to the trees there. We had to do that before um, nesting season started. And we managed to do those works in parallel while the protests were were, were going on at Euston Square Garden. And so safety is absolutely our number one priority there. So, um, But no delays, no significant delays. We just rescheduled some of our works Uh, accordingly to make sure that we mitigated any impact that would have on us and and that's all about you know really robust planning and, and flexibility in our planning.
2: Let's go to the ads coming up more on the birth of a new Euston and could it be the end of the rectangle of misery for passengers?
1: The amount of times I've stood on that giant vast concourse looking up in vain at the board.
2: Why not hit rate and follow in the meantime?
0: QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
2: Welcome back. Now we're joined by the Standards Transport editor, Ross Lydell. Ross, remind us of the grotty interchange that we have to endure at the moment at Euston.
1: There's absolutely no doubt that Euston at present is the ugly duckling of of London's uh, rail stations. And similarly, it's tube stations as well. Its tube station is a mess. It's far too busy. It's not big enough. And the rail station is like a sort of a giant rectangle of misery. The amount of times I've stood on that giant, vast concourse, looking up in vain at the board, waiting for it to tick over and tell me where and when the Glasgow train will leave countless times. And of course, you end up finding it about three minutes before the train's due to depart, which, of course, then triggers this fast charge down one of the ramps as uh, hundreds of uh, sort of frustrated Scots try and find a seat on the train. So Euston at present is something of a challenge.
2: What are you reporting on Wednesday about the latest phase of the HS2 project?
1: What we're reporting today in the Evening Standard is essentially uh, the sort of birth of a brand new Euston both in terms of rail travel and for the Tube as well. There will be plans coming along later, probably early next year for the mainline station which is of course the source of most people's frustrations but what is happening at Euston and actually began several years ago is the building of the HS2 high speed station there which will essentially link the high speed line between London and Birmingham and then onto Crewe and Manchester it's sadly not to the sort of northeast or towards Leeds anyway because of government cost saving plans but in terms of the HS2 station at Euston there will be something of a grand station that really will look to bring it alongside the likes of St Pancras next door and uh, London Bridge in terms of really sort of joining the number of London's grand rail terminals.
2: So how much is this all costing?
1: They're looking at a £2.6 billion expenditure here. By comparison, Whitechapel was the most expensive of all the Crossrail Elizabeth line stations. That came in at a whopping £891 million. That was massively over budget, pretty much like every other Elizabeth line station. Uh, In terms of the main line stations, I just did a quick... Check on this London Bridge, uh, obviously beautiful now, cost about a billion pounds. King's Cross, with its lovely roof, cost about 500 million. St Pancras, about 800 million. That's probably the, the jewel in the crown of what we have so far in London. But HS2, the new station there, will cost 2.6 billion. And by all signs, it's going to look rather fantastic. Certainly, inside it, there have been some real commentators less than impressed, I think it's fair to say, with the designs in terms of. The outside look of it and this sort of butterfly opening its wings sort of vision. The problem that the HS2 architects have is that they're working in a very constrained space. There's not a lot of room for manoeuvre between essentially the mainline station on the right of Euston Road as you look at the station and then the left where there's Hampstead Road and uh, many businesses and uh, residential properties as well.
2: Local residents are having a nightmare with the disruption. What's been some of the issues?
1: I think there's no doubt that people living along the line of the new route are having a very miserable time. Camden Council has been working with HS2 for some years now to uh, try to alleviate the worst of the disruption. Uh, A number of residents were moved out of tower blocks towards the sort of Uh, Mornington, Crescent, Primrose Hill end of the development and in the last month or two a deal was also struck between HS2 and Camden to allow several hundred more residents sort of on the Hampstead Road side of the development to be able to move out and find new homes. Obviously that takes time because we're talking about a lot of people there having to move but efforts are being made it's unclear at this stage whether those people will necessarily move back in or whether those tower blocks will be demolished i think that's to be decided over time essentially we're looking at nearly 10 years before euston stations hs2 station will open so of course many people may not want to move back in they may get comfortable wherever they move to but a major program is underway to try and find quieter places for these people to live
2: there's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back on Thursday at 4pm.